The marauders crept quietly through the trees and the tall grass. Their attention was focused on their prey, and each man was cloaked in gray fur. The leader of the wolf pack carried a stone axe. It was a strange weapon that had been made by fusing several large flint shards into the leg bone of some beast, and was well-suited for close-quarter fighting. The rest carried heavy spears, similar to the ones used by hunters, but these men no longer hunted in the traditional sense. It was dark, and just a sliver of the summer moon was peeking through the thin clouds to illuminate the ground. Within the pack's circle was a small nomadic camp. Ten hide shelters surrounded a fire that had been banked for the night, its coals still hot and ready to flare up, with just a little more fuel and a little more air. One lone figure was visible within the camp. The sentinel leaned against a pile of hides, the man's chin yielding to fatigue and the comfort of a full stomach was resting on his chest. The pack grew closer, and the lingering aroma from the camp's last meal made their mouths water. A haunch of fresh bison was spitted, but had been removed from the fire. A little away from the center of the camp was the real treasure— a large cache of food that had been painstakingly gathered and preserved over several hunts. It was already packed and ready to be moved back to the camp's home village in the far north. This was the reason they had come. Something must have alerted the hunter on watch. He sat up quickly and climbed unsteadily to his feet. Maybe he'd heard something. What is that? he wondered, squinting into the darkness. It appeared to be a lump of rock where none had been before. Was this something new, or had he simply not noticed it earlier? The man took a few steps toward the trees to get a better look at the mysterious object, his spear grasped firmly in both hands. The hunter thought about calling an alarm, but then imagined what the other hunters would say when he awakened the whole camp to look at a rock. As he drew closer, details began to materialize in the dim light. It almost looked like the rock was covered with gray fur. Gray fur with eyes. He opened his mouth to yell, but rapid footsteps from behind made him pause for just one deadly moment. The last thought that passed through his mind was one of regret. Not for himself, but for his brothers, his mate, and his young son. An abruptly strangled cry was all that sounded when the multi-bladed axe cut through his neck. Even that small noise triggered the predators into action. Each invader ran to a shelter, ready to kill anyone who emerged through the low openings. Several of the hunters, sensing danger, sprang from their shelters and managed to evade the initial killing thrusts of the marauders' spears, and they yelled to alert others of the danger. But it was too late. As the melee took form, the voices of both defenders and attackers rose, blending into a chaotic roar but the fight was uneven, and half the defending men had been killed as they stooped through the low doorways. 
The pack leader hurried over to the last shelter, realizing that it had been left unguarded. No one had come through the opening yet, but the man saw movement, and then a figure framed in the doorway. It looked as though it might be a woman. No matter, he thought coldly, swinging his axe for the second time that night and striking the woman across the chest. The flint blades embedded into her ribs, and the leader was forced to put his foot against the woman's side to pull his weapon free. The blades ripped her body open, and she was pushed backwards into the shelter, falling. This must be the lodge of the sentry, the leader thought, dismissing it as a source of any further danger. By the time the woman fell, just two defenders were still alive. A few of the women joined their mates in battle to protect the children, but were not armed and not a real challenge. They died quickly.